So can I firstly just not apologise for being ten minutes late? Yeah. The acceptable amount of time. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> well done. <Thank> you. <laughs> Did you wait outside the door for, for ten minutes? Just so could... Yeah, I actually got here at twelve oh one. Fantastic. It'd be great if you'd overshot and accidentally were 13 minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just killed you. Now, now they're going to kneecap me. <laughs> Fernando, what made you choose this film? You, uh, you gave us a little choice, didn't you? Yes, but, uh, well, um, it was one of the recommended films that looked interesting. I was like, oh, would like to see this movie. Yeah. Yes. That was basically it. <laughs> yeah, girl. Right. Do you stand by or regret your decision? I'm happy that I watched it um, because it was also somehow historical. I think mm. as in, mm. it taught me again about things that I, that I guess presumably happened, or at least something similar happened in real life um, that I was not aware um, of, and and I guess I learned new things which. I always enjoy. Yes. Uh-huh. Good stuff. You seem surprised by the idea that you enjoy learning. <laughs> uh, yes, I guess I'm always surprised by the things that I enjoy. I think the first time that I exercised and I finished exercising and my body was telling me that it was happy, I was like, what? Why are you happy? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I wouldn't know because I've never exercised. Well, you do walk every day. Oh. And my bo- exercise makes my body sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh no, I'm sad. <laughs> did you enjoy the film, Laura? I did quite enjoy the film, actually. Yeah. Um, I sort of hated yeah. it, and I thought it was uh. kind of crap in ah. every way. But I, in, I weirdly enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Like the Muppets take Manhattan. A bit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. Cool. Claire? I think I loved it. Yeah. But I think it was too long. I think I needed to watch it, it in two punishing. sessions. Yeah, I Run watched time. it in three sessions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it, if that was like, do you know how they, they make these TV series and it's like either two or three feature length mm. episodes? Uh-huh. If they'd made one of those, I reckon it would be up there. But as a mm. standard, like a three and a half hour. Session. Somebody said that to Martin Scorsese. They said. You know, someone's recommended that you watch it in four parts because you can identify little, like, mm-hmm. crescendos and things. Mm-hmm. And Mark's got it. was like, absolutely not. It's a cumulative film. <laughs> yeah. It accumulates. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I didn't really particularly feel that it accumulated anything, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael, what did you think? Um, I loved it. I, I definitely thought it was brilliant. Um, I thought it was the best film of this genre that I've ever seen mm. and this is not a genre I totally go for that is the three and a bit hour American gangster movie um, but yeah I thought it was great it was um, really like it felt real in a lot of ways I guess because it was a real story <laughs> um, and I loved the epic Runtime, and I really do think you would have lost something if you'd broken it up. Okay. And I'm really glad we watched it in one go. Um, because I, I'm not quite sure what he means by cumulative, but I thought it did build as the film went through, mm-hmm. and everything tied together in quite an interesting way. 
Mm-hmm. We had a, a few different uh, timelines, like we had him talking in the in the old folks' home, and we had him on his way to kill someone who knows who, and we had him as a young man, and those needed to all progress and catch up mm-hmm. with each other, and they all tied in so beautifully. Mm-hmm. I think it would have uh, yeah, you lost something without that. I love an epic. Love a good epic. Yeah, you do love an epic. I do love an epic. <laughs> How about you, Fernando? Well, once I finished watching it after three sessions, I somehow regretted it. And I guess I, my mind was, I defeated myself before even trying. Um, I was like, oh, I'm not going to... I just I just won't be able to write something for three hours. Okay. Um, but once I finished watching it, I was like, I should have just watched it in just one go. Um, mm. I, I wish I had just done it. Maybe I will. Um, I wish I'd broken it up, but I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. um, I thought it used that runtime beautifully as well. They could have cut it down a bit. There were a lot of very slow scenes. Mm. But the fact that it was... I kind of had this in my idea in my head all along. It's like, this is about three hours and 20 minutes. Isn't it? That's, that's really long. <clears throat> Um, but then I realised sort of halfway through the film oh we're actually going to catch up to him being an old man Uh, this isn't Mm. he's an old man and he's flashing back to something that happened when he was young it's actually we're going to see everything we're just going to follow this story all the way through for like 50 Mm. years Mm. Um, I thought that was a really really good thing and the the fact that it was so long gave it room for that to breathe without getting rushed in Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved it. Hmm. <laughs> what did everyone think of De Niro as the lead he's great. character? Fine. Fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's Robert De Niro, so, you, you know, he's very good, isn't he? I find him quite... A lot of his actions very clunky. They seem I find that a bit as well. Like, you could tell he's an old man. He's mm. <laughs> oh. been CGI'd into a young man. Yeah. <laughs> Do they CGI? Oh yeah, but did you not notice? Definitely, it's it's all over the internet about how the CGI for Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro to make them look young when they're actually so they did look a lot younger in the early thing, but I thought they'd just done a lot with makeup. Okay, CGI. Huh? No, I didn't get that. I thought his eyes looked a little funny. I thought that as well, actually, but I think he might just have that blue eye. Yeah, I think he's got (laughs) okay. (laughs) Very distinctive eyes. Okay, for sure. Hmm. Oh, I I didn't didn't think he looked odd or anything. Um, I thought he had like a very interesting face. But they all had very interesting mm-hmm. faces. Um, they were so old. Like all of the at least the male actors were just so old, and they it's just looked like all of the creases in their face like had a thousand stories to tell. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. It was a very male film. Oh, it was all just 80-year-old men, wasn't it? And one silently judgy woman. Yeah. <laughs> I quite liked that she didn't say much. She conveyed a lot with her mm. silence. Yeah. I normally hate that. Who's this, Peggy? Peggy. Yeah, she's yeah. great. When they just have one female character who says nothing. But she actually okay. she acted it so well, I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even as a kid. Even yeah. as a child, yeah. Although I did, I just really wanted her to give the validation that Joe Pesci so desperately wanted. I don't know. He had that like creepy uncle thing about him, though, didn't he? But he just loved kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why it's creepy. <laughs> I like. I just like. Oh, just 
like be nice and don't try to make me like me. Mm. Like be nice because it's the nice thing to do. I think Not- my favorite part, favorite part of the whole film was when he told that story about the birds. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? Isn't that a sweet What's story? The story about the birds. <laughs> when he tries to make friends with the little girl oh, in the bowling yeah. alley, and he's like, "Why God raised this guy or something?" Yeah, he'd bump their head. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Isn't that cute?" <laughs> like, "Isn't that cute?" <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I I thought that was good because, like, yeah, that is cute and that's kind of a pretty thing to say, but also it just showed how out of touch he was with mm. that particular child who. Like you say, one cute thing, and she's gonna love you forever, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but you wanted him to. Bless him. I, I liked oh, him. Yeah. I liked him. I liked most of them. Yeah, there was something quite endearing about all of them. Hmm. Except um, that man. I can remember no one's names, but Tony. The, Tony? the little man. The little man. Stephen Graham. Yeah. Who I do love. He's yeah, he plays a baddie very yeah. well. Oh, he didn't make it to my big graph, yeah. <laughs> or Fitz. No. No, 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 he's the, he the, was the, the union leader. The little man that turned up late for the meeting. Yeah, him. yeah, I just can't remember his name now. Fine. I, I think his name was Tony Pro. Tony Pro, that's right. Tony Pro. Is that because he was not dressing up and dressed appropriately? I imagine so. Okay. Fucking Italians are all called Tony. <laughs> Mm. yes I enjoyed that scene as well Uh, yeah that is quality yeah (laughs) and I think that's where the clunkiness and the like not perfectly choreographed Mm. fights and stuff Mm. made it much more real Mm. because it would just be a bit that wouldn't look perfect it would just all be a bit shit yeah yeah (laughs) and it was that (laughs) Like improve that scene yeah it's really my dream to like have a moment of silence and then just lunge at <laughs> you can make so, that happen one day. <laughs> just keep talking whenever you're around Laura <laughs> keep talking and nobody dies don't be late <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, the two of them just getting into fights again and again was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Every time it happened, it was just so funny. Um, <laughs> I like them. What about the relationship between Jimmy and... Frank? Frank. Mm. That was an interesting one. It Broke my goddamn one, heart, Frank. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting, wasn't it? Because he, he obviously admired him and took so much mm. sort of inspiration and knowledge from him, but in the end he just went a bit mad, didn't he? And Frank did what he had to do. Do you disagree? He just clearly trusted him so much. Uh-huh. Jimmy trusted Frank. Yeah. yeah. Even when they're in the house and it was all weird. Mm. And he was like, come on, let's get out of here. Sorry, Fernando. What were you? Going well, to say? just that just broke my my heart. I was like, "What? Are you actually going to do it?" Mm. And he never knew he'd been betrayed, did he? He was just no, shot I'm in the back of the head, that. wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he now knows he's in heaven. And he knows he's in heaven. <laughs> 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 well, God is all merciful, so surely, oh, wow. so surely he'll forgive everyone. Gangster heaven. I like that. 
that interpretation that we get. I don't want to go to heaven then if it's going to have people like him now. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a, a fascinating sequence, just him having to choose where his loyalty mm. really was. You know, was it with Jimmy or was it with the other guy? Ross. 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 Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, what is the what was the name of the person that really liked steak? Um, oh, um, I don't know their name. The guy that looked like Marlon Brando. I never, never actually. I've got it written here: Frank Steaks, Marlon Brando. <laughs> but I don't. I never got his name. But yeah, I just, some, I some just thought he was my favorite character. And oh. to be honest, I thought that. <laughs> Al Pacino was Marlon Brando so didn't realise that Al Pacino was in it the entire way through and then at the end was like where was Al Pacino? <laughs> I thought that was Marlon Brando No I didn't think Marlon Brando was in it I was waiting okay. for Marlon Brando thinking that that would be Al Pacino You were waiting for Marlon Brando who On the died like 30 assumption. years ago Did he? Yeah yeah I think he died shortly after Oh no 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 that, yes Godfather. yes that's fine but I thought that Al Pacino had the look of Marlon Brando. Oh, okay. I, was con- oh, I confused You the thought actors. this guy that the stakes were going to was Al Pacino. No. I'm way <laughs> off here. So, in Laura's head, the name Al Pacino, Al Pacino is associated with the man Marlon Brando. Forget the name Marlon okay. Brando. I think that Al there Pacino is a looks like Marlon Brando. Okay, so you thought the guy in The Godfather Al was Al Pacino. Correct. Yeah, okay. That's reasonable. And spent the whole film waiting for someone who looks like Marlon Brando. Okay. Oh, but Al Pacino was in The Godfather and he was the son, wasn't Never he? Never seen The Godfather. Okay, it's alright. <laughs> I think that's right, is it? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, Al Pacino. Yep, fair enough. Now I know who he is. <laughs> that's good. Retrospectively. <laughs> who does a good going a bit mad yeah. gangster, doesn't he? That's that's his. Well, I read a thing saying that he's he's been a cop in films more often than he's been a mob leader. Mm. No, 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 he's always been a mob leader. But <laughs> yeah. you, you might think that he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, just because he's done it more doesn't mean it's his thing, though. If that's what he's known yeah. for, it's what he's known for. That's it. I guess it was just the, the big films like Scarface and the Godfather were mm. the things where he got his name. And being in a couple of other films no one can remember doesn't change it. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, I think. I'm like Fernando. <laughs> He's actually a mobster. <laughs> He's always a mobster. Oh, yeah. So I thought, one of the things I thought was a bit crap about this film, before I realised it was based on a true story... I thought the fact that they had someone called Tony Three Fingers and someone called Jimmy Blue Eyes was just outrageous. I thought that's just a stupid, like, lazy... Of course, they're not actually called that. And I looked it up afterwards and these people really existed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did all have ridiculous yeah. names. Davy Medium Legs. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I just made... Sort of amazed me to think that I think they were maybe trying to do it in a, like a fairly naturalistic, realistic sort of way in this film, and they were all so outrageously movie stereotype. And I think that's maybe just what Italian American mobsters are like. <laughs> yeah, 
brilliant. What yeah. else have you got written on your page of? Right. Well, mostly it's um, mostly it's just uh, so I can remember who's who. But I've got a few thoughts. Um, all the men are eighty. All the women are twenty-two. Yep. Um, Fair enough. That was an odd one because the the women didn't seem to get any older. <laughs> Um, even as the men got much, much older. Well, now we That's know true, who... That's true, actually. Who... Yeah. When? Who... Uh, what were we discussing last time? Who ages better. Who, yes, who ages mm. better, yes. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, <laughs> we age like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your pal Diego to put that in his pipe and smoke it. Ah, well done. So Dolores and Peggy... They were really well acted as the little girls, mm. and then they swiftly became 22 and stayed that way for the rest of the film. Um, I thought... So I've got notes here about how helpful the wives were. Everybody had a helpful wife, apart from Frank, who had a... <laughs> I guess a a wife who was not a criminal, <laughs> and, therefore, <laughs> and therefore was quite reluctant to go along with all his mob business. And it, it was only Frank's family. We saw this particular thing with uh, Russ's wife, Carrie, Carrie Skiandra, when he comes home covered in oh, blood, yeah. and she says, right, give me those clothes, I'll wash them, go upstairs, have a shower, I'll sort this out. Um, we saw Jimmy Hoffa's wife, Jo, mm-hmm. uh, was helpful to him and sort of stuck around and... Advised him. Advised it, yeah, did did what needed to be done. And, mm-hmm. But Frank's wife, whose name I didn't get, by the way, um, I've got her on here as a reluctant wife. Um, was, Irene. Was was reluctant. I, he called her Rini. Oh, Rini, yeah. Rini, okay. Do you think that... Was that not his first wife? God, now, I didn't understand this. He broke up with his wife, but it seemed like he was still with his wife for the rest of the film. Well, he broke up with the wife of the waitress who he married, right? Oh. No. Mm. But then he was still living in the same house as his kids for the rest of the film. Maybe details, details. Maybe he kept his first wife out. Didn't get it. I wasn't sure if they broke up and got back together or something. Do you think that has to do with the fact that he was one of the few non... Well, I guess people from like non-Italian descent who oh, mm-hmm. was uh, part of the... La cosa nostra. <laughs> yeah. That would make sense, wouldn't it? We, they made a big point of how Carrie was uh, from the Skiandra uh, uh, family. The, mafia the royalty. Mafia royalty, yeah. Come over on the Italian Mayflower. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, he, maybe... he came to that to crime quite late as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I yeah, thought that was a really important part of the film. Mm. Um, I think that is encouraging. You know that you can always. <laughs> Still an option. Never too late to get a crime. Yeah. Still get a pretty ring. I thought because um, because normally in these films it is it's a it's a young lad who's maybe a bit lost. Yeah, good film. Gets. Gets sort of taken in and looked after and feels like one of the family. But this is like grown man who mm. has morals, has a life, who knows right from wrong. He was just a trucker, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. But just, just had something he in him. Russell just hit it off though, didn't Yeah. He? And then yeah. suddenly. Instant chemistry. It. And I, I found that quite jarring watching him, like as an older man, <coughs> like being convinced to go and mm. shoot some random guy. Surely you, you know you shouldn't do that. Like, um, I thought that was that was a really, really amazing part of the film. What was happening yeah. there? Mm. Um, 
yeah, just that's that's grown up, um, being dragged into it from a sort of normalish life. It was interesting how easily sort of manipulable he was, mm. and I think mostly no one was taking advantage of him to his own detriment. But it was very much sort of, oh, Russ is the leader. I do what he says. Oh, I've been told to blow up some laundry place and mm. this other important man says you shouldn't do that. You just apologise, stop doing it, get on with it. He was just... He wasn't doing anything. He never struck out in that he never did something controversial. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Do you think they tried to layer that in with all of his stories about the army and the the war? Um, you know, where he was told to just take the people to the graves, take the graves, yeah, shoot them. Just oh, so he's just still a soldier, Part of his, basically. like, mentality where mm. he's like, you just get on with it. Yeah. You just Follow have to orders. survive, yeah. essentially. Yeah, okay. Mm. Seems right. And then even when he was trying to sort of broker Jimmy and Russell... He was just saying the thing all the time that would try and diffuse it and try mm-hmm. and make sure everyone could just get on with their lives. Yeah. Good bloke. He was sort of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, in, in the military, he would have been like if someone who yeah. is that loyal and diligent, that, that really valued in a soldier. And you know, it's just a slightly different context, doesn't it? That's very true. Still doing the same horrific mm. acts. Huh. It's all about how you frame things. That's yeah, the thing we've learned. Wow. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they just some humanitarian things in the army. Hmm. But I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, they got graves. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. I think there's something to be said for the US being on the right side in the Second World War. You would say that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, I would. <laughs> yeah. Not in Cuba, though. Not in Cuba. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, funny, us looking back, I was thinking about the Cuba thing, because what was it, 58 or something, Cuba had the revolution and Castro got in. Maybe. And when we were seeing them saying, oh, yeah, we'll just get Cuba back, we'll sort that out, It now it just seems so impossible that that mm. would happen, um, especially in the Cold War. We know about what happened with the Cuban Missile Crisis and we know that they're still communist 60, 70 years later. Mm. Um, and that's... And yet for them, it was something that, yeah, maybe next year... They'll just flip back. There's no no saying that this is a permanent thing. It's yeah. It reminded me of um, you know when they when they wrote the when the Gospels wrote the New Testament books, they waited like 150 years before they wrote them down because they thought Jesus was coming back in their lifetimes, mm-hmm. and they were certain of this, and they worked it all out in the scriptures, and they were like, well, why bother writing it down? He's going to come back and. <laughs> sort of cleanse the world of sin and only sort of after the apostles and their children were all dead to someone think, oh, maybe we got this wrong, maybe he's not coming back wrong, we'd better write this down. <laughs> felt like that with, with Cuba. Oh, so the Gospels were only written when people had run out of faith. 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, the Gospels were written by the uh, the by Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Jesus' disciples. No, was it, was, right? it was said to be the word of them, but they didn't actually write those books. What? I think mm. the idea is they taught those concepts to their followers. Yes, I didn't know this either. In a more or less codified. So I think so. What a, a lo- huge con! Yeah, I know it's rubbish, isn't it? Which is another thing for like. And again, we we like codify this thing in the Bible, and we say this is the New Testament. But they decided what went in the New Testament in like three or four hundred AD. They had a big council and said, "We'll put these ones in. Leave that one out." That's a bit weird. Well, yes, but um, I think that's what makes it different from the Old Testament because the Old Testament was already written. So everything that goes hmm. after is the New Testament. Yeah, and that makes sense. But that it was, it's a very arbitrary decision what goes into the New Testament. Just like mathematics. Just ah, <laughs> is that just like mathematics? Arbitrary definitions, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, but they really seem to have stuck with one one decision and just gone with it. Uh, yeah, they wrote a lot of letters, didn't they? Paul's second epistle to the Ephesians or whatever. I think those were at the time. Why were we talking about this? Cuba. Yeah, Cuba's still a communist country. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, it's just interesting looking back at it's the same thing with Casablanca, wasn't it? Amazing looking back at that, and they don't know what's going to happen with you know maybe Casablanca was going to be under the Nazis for another hundred years, or maybe it would have changed you know, two months later, and even the filmmakers didn't know. It's, yeah, it's kind of cool seeing the. Uh, Seeing this historical stuff and knowing better now. So what actually happened in Cuba? You are, you are the, the uh, fountain of all knowledge. Am I the fountain of all knowledge? Well, other people can correct me once I'm finished. It uh, was I a, know. it was like a fairly US-aligned free market type place with lots of casinos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, up until the late fifties, when there was a communist revolution led by Fidel Castro, in which I think uh, what's his name was che involved, Guevara. Che Guevara was involved, and then Castro took it over, and obviously it's like right off the coast of the US, mm-hmm. and the Americans were terrified of it because it's like a communist state next door, which eventually got nuclear weapons from the Soviets, their allies. And that caused the Cuban Missile Crisis, where they were like, both sides were about to fire nuclear weapons and just managed to bring it down at the last second. And Washington was supposed to have sent like 30 hitmen to try and kill Fidel Castro and just never quite managed it. And he died peacefully a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was quite recent. And handed power to his brother, who is also now really old. I think he's maybe still in charge. He's no longer the president. Um, He's not, okay. Um, but someone who was appointed by him is... Got you. Yes. Okay. Um, so, has anything... That's the only thing that I know. Okay. <laughs> and I think Cuba is now a massive exception in so many different ways. Like any graph with all the countries of the world on it, Cuba's a weird outlier. Um, and they have this sort of incredibly amazing health service. Mm. But in other ways... They completely fail to. Well, they don't have any new cars, do they? Because there were so many yeah, trade embargoes okay. that they couldn't buy new cars. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, stuff like that. Hmm. 
and they have a really weird, different view on democracy from the rest of the world. And it it's a one-party state where you can kind of... You have to go along with the, the party generally, but they do... It seems they do genuinely seek the seek a consensus among people, and they have uh, like secret ballots of approval where they always get ninety eight percent or more. And if they get sort of less than ninety percent, you know, fairly soon the party just retires that person, and gets someone else in there. Okay. It seems it may be a somewhat valid kind of democracy, even though it's not as open as ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a re- really interesting system and place. And they didn't manage to turn it capitalist again in the mid sixties. Yeah. So <laughs> what, despite what Bill Buffalino wanted. What happened when Frank took the weapons to the? So that was the CIA collecting the weapons. Hmm. Did they like? Was that just trying to invade Cuba? Was that the CIA taking the weapons? I think that was the implication because he sees them later in the interview, doesn't he? he sees them on television. Okay. And it says ex CIA agent. Right. Because, oh, that's big ears. <laughs> um, Johnny Cree fingers. Is <laughs> he just don't look that big to me? <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what I do know is that Washington was desperately doing all it could to try and get any attempts on. on Castro and the communists. Okay. So they would fund revolutionaries and that kind of thing. I think. I, d- I didn't know if that was like a big event. That I've just not heard. Of. Oh yeah, I don't don't know if that being a particular thing. Okay. What happened at the Bay of Pigs? Yeah, was this something to do with the Bay of Pigs? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm? Yeah, anyway, just revealing all our ignorance. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about things we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did we think of um, these main actors, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesky, excuse me, Al Pacino? Do we think they did a good job? I think they did a reasonable job. Just reasonable. Reasonable oh. to medium well. Yeah, okay. Ooh, that's not a thing. <laughs> I thought it was quite believable. I was like, mm. oh, yes. mm-hmm. Here they are, we're just filming the, the mafia right now. So yeah. They just, just look like that. <laughs> I thought Al Pacino was excellent. Really enjoyed yeah. it yeah. with Al Pacino. He was good. Um, Joe Pesci was very good. I always enjoy him. And um, Robert Hugh was fine. Yeah, just fine. Just fine for me, yeah. For Don't me, I thought he was one of the best performances. Right. He, I was amazed how much how much meaning he could get across while basically just looking blank. Because he, he never started yelling mm. or got excited or anything, but you could just see exactly what he was thinking with him just sitting there and I thought that was really good the thing they're bread and wine oh yeah have you ever done mm, that no it's good it's good yeah that's yeah, good whoa I've never, <laughs> I had never seen that I was like yeah. whoa well the only the only other place that I've seen that is in church but <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, yes. what else can we dip wine into nope bread into ginger nuts Oh no, bread and sorry, I'm with you. Uh, so, yeah. Classic. Milk. Yep, that would be new. Hot chocolate. Uh, mm. That's not appealing to me. Camembert. If it was brioche. Camembert, yep. I'd dip brioche and hot chocolate. Brioche and hot chocolate, that could be good. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, 
what else could we dip in wine? I've done breadsticks because they're nice. They're really crispy. Wine. Oh, wine. oh man. Whoa. I've only done this a couple of times. <laughs> Try to use a breadstick as a straw. Steak. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's recent. <laughs> steak. Dip a steak into wine. Just see the like film of grease over the wine at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bread, not thinking get, like, about a uh, holistic meal plan here. I'm thinking about <laughs> the taste of wine in some steak. Yeah, okay. I think that is a thing, right? As in, uh, so they they do use wine to cook uh, mm. some steak or some mm. just food. Yeah, yeah. You put uh, wine in a lot of food, don't you? A lot of sauces, right? Uh-huh. I'm thinking about picking up a steak. That's just wine. putting it in wine. Dunk it. Munch on. Would the steak be raw? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be raw? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh. I mean, the steak is moot because I don't eat steak, so yeah. Yeah. So a big hunk of seitan. Oh, oh. I could, I could go for that, you know. Sausages I dunk nicely in wine. They, they are dunkable, but I really don't feel like the result would be what you want. Okay. Whoa, revolutionary! <laughs> <laughs> All the things that you could put in. <laughs> I, I reckon certain biscuits could be good. Hmm. I reckon like a, a nice rich tea dunked in wine. Like, you know, might be right. I reckon that could, okay. could work. Communion wafer, right? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. We do have some wine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this later. Cool. What other notes have you got in there, Claire? Um. What have I got? <laughs> ah, De Niro's uncool. I feel like that was an important part of his character. Okay. Um, he was pretty cool, wasn't he? I don't think so. I think that was the point, that he was never cool. He never carried it off. He never, like, mm. impressed people. Mm. He was never, like, suave about it all. He just... He just got on with it. Mm. It was... You know, he was a soldier. He wasn't a spy. Yeah, okay. Um... I thought there was something in the way he wasn't trying hard or anything. He was just on it the whole time. I mean, there was never an awkward silence or a, mm. everyone seemed to like him straight away. I think he was definitely likeable. He was, yeah. yeah. I can see why he survived to mm. 90 without being a boss. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, just every character that came up, <laughs> there would be the, the subtitle saying oh, how yeah, they that, died. Yeah. yeah, that was great. But we know that Frank survives... And mm. yeah, you kind of have to. It was. It made me very aware that he had to be doing something right in all these mm. situations to be yeah. getting out of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I, was, I enjoyed that as well. That yeah. was cool. I was wondering if we were going to see this. Like, I thought this was maybe building to a gang war or something where okay. all these people were going to get killed, and we were going to see it happen to all of them. But yeah, mm. uh, that's good. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting seeing all the old mafia bosses in prison being a bit old and broken mm. and sort of just ruining that illusion that mm. gangs are cool. Yeah. And I think that's ties in with like everyone dying young because they all get shot in the head on their doorstep and mm. in their 30s. Um, you don't see them getting old and 
decrepit and stuff. Yeah. Because um, they're just, yeah, just pathetic old people, are they? Like, they can't stand, they can't chew their bread. Mm. Um, these guys that commanded they so still much. Still throw respect. a good bowl, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seeing them play yeah. bowls. <laughs> Yeah, how, like, how lame is that? Like, he's a mob boss and he's just like bowling. Yeah. <laughs> just like your granddad. Like, yeah. I thought that was a really interesting perspective on like the whole mafia thing. Mm. And it really needed that, that extra half an hour runtime for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think they could have you know, cut earlier bits to get that in. But- Mm. had to build and sort of almost be a satisfying film in itself that could have ended with him, you know, killing Jimmy. Mm. But then they showed us the rest of his life and yep. showed us him confessing in the end. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of my notes are just about just how old everyone is. Watching old people being so obedient made me quite sad. I feel like you should just have so much more self-worth by the time you're in your 50s. Uh, you mean like doing what the nurses tell them and stuff? No, I mean like doing what the bosses tell them. Oh, I see. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I, there was just something about it. I, it seems to have come up quite a lot in mm. my notes. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting take. Um, yeah. Also, it was so sad at the end. Watching him like buying his coffin and stuff like that, mm. presumably because he didn't speak to his family. Yeah, yeah. there was going to be no one to do that once he was gone. Yeah, All his sad. friends were gone, but he survived. Yeah, that that was kind of poignant as well, wasn't it? When he when he referred the guy to his lawyer mm. and then just discovered he's dead. Everyone's dead except mm. you. Just yeah. everyone we've seen in this film, <laughs> the, that whole world is gone, and you're the only one left. Yeah, yeah that's quite poignant. Did you notice him? Uh, he wanted to sleep with the door open at the end, mm. and that was what Jimmy was mm. doing when he first met him. Mm. Like he'd still taken that, which I, I take it was not quite trusting the person in the next room. I don't know if I saw it as that. I don't know what I saw it as. Yeah. It was definitely significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know what it was signifying. Yeah, I took that as sort of sleeping with one eye open. Like you always want to know what's happening around you. Hmm. We saw that was still in him right to the end when they, when they said, oh, he's dead. And his first question was, who got him? Mm. <laughs> Just that was his life. <laughs> it didn't occur to him that everything's mm. safe now. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you die of natural causes. <laughs> I don't know whether it was a an insecurity <clears throat> or it, like it could be a sign of trust as well. Keeping a door open, like mm. it'd be a lot easier for someone to get into the room if the door's That's already true. open. Yeah. Rather than an observation thing. Oh, so maybe that was. Think about it in terms of the shot that it ends on, because we're seeing through the door into just the sad life, mm. like just mm. this window. Yeah. Mm. And for you, that was that was sort of looking in at him, so I small, and yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Uh, maybe fun. it meant nothing. Yeah. What Scorsese was just trying to do some book ending with something. <laughs> yeah, that's <okay>. poignant. <laughs> just a motif. Mm. Yeah, if nothing else, it could be like 
this is a thing he used to do because Jimmy used to do it for whatever reason. Mm. There's yeah, but why? So why did he show it? That's what is it? Is that him saying his actual loyalty was to Jimmy in the end? Like that? Mm. That's the <laughs> influence that he's kept with him was Jimmy's influence rather than anything Ross. Gave him. I, don't, I, I just don't know. It could have been so many things. Because the thing that was important for me was just that that was something from the old days. Mm-hmm. It was he was still the same guy. He still had all of that in him, mm-hmm. and he never repented. No, he, yeah. he had so many op- opportunities to. Mm-hmm. He did confess in the end, but he he wasn't saying he wasn't asking God for forgiveness mm-hmm. or. Saying that he did anything wrong. That is excellent. Yeah. I find that excellent. Because people... I guess it's... Uh, before, I used to think that maybe when you get old, you start regretting things. Mm. And so far, I look back upon my life and I don't regret anything. I'm like, well, okay. when when, when will I start regretting things? Well, maybe you're not, you're not a murderer. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, time. That's what we've learned. Yeah, There's always time. Yeah. Yes. I well, like not to... for us, obviously. We can just... No, yeah, no, obviously we're past it now. We can stand <laughs> in the background and stare judgingly. And wash our clothes. Yeah. Bet you'd do a great background stare. <laughs> I'd wash the clothes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God's oh. sake. Thanks, Got blood your good trousers. Just <laughs> take hours to get out. Um... Did anybody, this is a slight side note, did anyone watch the credits at the end? No. No. Uh, what happened when, when the credits came up? Did you immediately turn the TV off? Pretty much. Get I saw directed by Martin's kid. I ran, yeah. Jumped right. in the car. <laughs> well, I did wait for a while for them to turn themselves off. Yeah. But that did not happen in a minute. So I was like, oh, yeah. what is happening? Exactly. <laughs> I'll just turn them off myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. So we, we all the watched end, them on. No, no, there was no no scene at the end. Oh. I think we watched it right to the end, or left. You got up and left, did you not? Uh, at least for five or ten minutes, there was nothing else. I I, I expect there was nothing at the end. Um, but yeah, Netflix does this thing where as as soon as as soon as the credits start rolling it minimises it into this like 10 pixels at the corner of the screen shows you a full screen full page advert for some other thing that you might want to fucking watch and I hate it I've hated it the whole time that's happened that like what is the point of the credits maybe it's so that you can see who was in the film and stuff and maybe for me it's just like a little time for you to breathe and like to digest and just think a little bit about the film and Netflix there's not a second it's like that's the end of the film fucking watch something else now <laughs> do it click this or do you got 15 seconds or I'm just going to play it for you and there's no way to turn it off it's so infuriating I hate it and they didn't do it for this it's really important that they didn't do it for this because it was so long and there was so it was built a mood so well and then just yeah, those credits, which I sat and watched for five minutes and just thought about it and quietly chatted to Claire and stuff and got got used to, you know, returning a little bit. And it, I wonder if that was... They knew this is this is a film that they shouldn't mess around with and that people, apart from anything so long, people don't want to watch anything afterwards. <laughs> um, and I thought, does it... I've got it written here. Does it really take 
Martin Scorsese, Joe Pesky, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino to make a three and a quarter hour film before Netflix have enough respect for it in order to not crash the credits. And I think that might be what was happening there. Mm. Um, and I wish they would have more respect for programmes without those four people. Um, yeah. But yeah, just just made me think of that. If anything, for you, that was an inconvenience. Like, oh, when is it going to stop playing these stupid credits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You like had your car keys in your hand. Come on! Just die already. Yeah. <laughs> See, so surely there wasn't a funny post-credits scene. The, blo- that was really the blooper reel. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see. Just the be reel, too yeah. terrible. Um, I could just about believe maybe they would put like a little clip of <coughs> of the real Frank. Confessing something on tape or something like that, but I, I assume that didn't happen. It was just a film. Oh, wait, well, I think I read briefly part of the Wikipedia page, mm. and, I, and I believe That's that then he was talking to someone, right? And he was talking to someone that was yeah. there. So I, I believe that he was talking to the author. Yes, the okay. Uh-huh. Who yes. was some, like an ex FBI agent or something, right? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, he was not just an author. He was. It was his job to interview people to track down cases and stuff. Uh, but then he published that as a memoir afterwards. Didn't mm. they? Um, yeah, it was interesting that they showed the people asking him to confess, and he ended up saying, "Sorry, I can't help you." But then we did see him confessing. Well, I don't think we ever saw him decide to confess. Mm. Yeah. I did wonder, I said, what if he did confess and they said, oh, well, now you have to go back to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather not yeah. say anything, thank you. <laughs> so we didn't see him with his uh, with his lawyer, but it's possible they'd have offered him immunity or something and mm. signed a contract. I would just not take the risk. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and confess to someone else, I guess. Hmm. And that's interesting, isn't it? What what was his motivation for confessing? Because it it didn't seem to be to get it off his chest because he's um, because he felt that he'd done something wrong and he wanted to. Mm. Maybe he just knew that the it's the same reason why the queen no longer has any corgis. It's just that he he thinks oh the end is near. Yeah. Does the queen not have any more corgis? Just because she thought that she would leave them without a mother. She said that she didn't want to leave any behind, which is quite sad. Oh, God. <laughs> I think she's still got two corgi Dachshund hybrids, and they're, they're oldish now. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, he could have taken that to his grave, couldn't he? And the, the way we saw Robert De Niro playing it, he... Uh, he was enjoying it. Mm. He was enjoying telling the story and he was showing off a bit. Mm-hmm. Which is creepy, isn't it? Yeah. Bit of a creepy bloke. He's mm. a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no post credit scene. No okay. post credit scene, good. <laughs> was Otto playing afterwards? The Irishman in conversation. Ah. Oh, nice. Mm. <laughs> was that the main actor's? 
Looks like it. All just sitting around a table in a weird Italian restaurant. Probably just four hours. (laughs) And one of them gets shot at the end. So, the Irishman, is that uh, Frank? Or was that JFK? He's the Irishman. Whoa. Does people call JFK the Irishman? I've never heard that. I think they even did in the film. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. No, I didn't get that. Because he was the only, like, non, like, wasp, wasn't he? Yeah. Um. <laughs> and they said, I don't care that he's Irish, I don't even care that he's Catholic. All I care about is that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Now, surely the Irishman was Frank. They didn't make that big a deal of JFK, did they? Not to name the film after him. Well, I think he was their representative in politics, wasn't he? He mm. was... They, he became a very important character, although he wasn't in it. Like he, he was invited to. It was him becoming president that destroyed Hoffa. Like, mm. that's, yeah, and drove a division between Hoffa and Russ. Yeah, yeah, he was a real catalyst in all of that. Even though he was quite remote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, his his death was very significant yeah. for all of them. Was the suggestion that the mob had killed him? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Which there's no evidence for no. in the real world, is there, no? That what, what was said to be the murderer's uh, reason for doing it? Because they caught someone with a gun and, what was he called, Lee Harvey Oswald? Yeah, I don't know what reason he gave. Do we know what reason Lee Harvey Oswald gave for killing I'm not sure. But it wasn't because I'm a member of a mob organisation and I want him dead. No. No, well, the the conspiracy theorists will tell you he's a CIA agent. Okay. Or alien. um, Like, brainwashed by the CIA. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Good stuff. Hmm. I saw a good tweet that said that the video game of the Irishman would just be you trying to get to Detroit without letting the wife's nicotine levels drop. I'd play that. Oh, what a great moment. Well, I think we'd been away from their trip to Detroit for like an hour mm. and then we come back to it and we go, oh, they're going to kill Jimmy. That's why they're going to Detroit. Wow. Mm. Um, no, they got to the wedding. Oh yeah, to meet Jimmy. <laughs> no, but yeah, they were, <laughs> by like, that time yeah. we realised that they were on their yeah. way to kill Jimmy. Yeah, didn't we? yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The wives are gone to the wedding. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we, I think we sort of knew they were on their way to kill someone or to do some important something or other mm. but yeah to realise then oh that's it and we've caught up with that storyline that was mm. that was great <laughs> yeah so it, for Jimmy's death the his son being involved I was confused by that that was weird like why did he not go and tell people who'd killed his dad like he had no reason to want his dad dead I don't, I don't think mm. he was fostered yeah also I don't think that he knew Wait, but then even though he could have, I guess, deduced it. Uh, yeah. Didn't Frank say, oh, I sort of felt bad for him? He didn't. He was just 
just thought he was driving us. I know, but he, like your dad goes missing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, as must soon have as you dropped him off at a house. Yeah, sure. Like, mm. you, you don't just go, oh, details, details. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe he did tell someone, which is why um, people stopped talking to him uh, on that day, right? As in, uh, there was a woman who stopped talking to him, and also mm-hmm. um, his daughter also stopped talking to him precisely on that day. Oh, to, um, to Frank. To Frank. To Frank, yes. Yeah, okay. So maybe he did tell someone, and mm. which is why the other people knew. Oh, I could go with that. Mm. Mm. But it never made its way to the police. So, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Hmm. I just feel like Jimmy must have had some other powerful friends who had just have taken Frank out if it mm. got out. Yeah. Like, I know he was going about mad and people had all decided to go off him, but... Like, if Frank's the one that killed him, there must have been other people around loyal to him. Like, mm, but that was his union. It was <laughs> his union. Uh, yeah, were we supposed to think that by the end, Jimmy didn't really have any friends and he just burned so many bridges? And I suppose so. Everyone could see he was on the losing team. Probably anyone after he went missing just thought, right, I'm getting out of here. Mm. Including his son. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jesus also <laughs> died for us. God's son. <laughs> That's not the point. It's <laughs> <laughs> for symbolism, Jingle Bells. Uh, Will asked if we could, um, after he heard our, our discussion about semiotics... He suggested that we should have a semiotics bell and chant semiotics, semiotics, semiotics. <laughs> well, I'm up for that. I'm not sure whether it's a good idea. Semiotics, 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 semiotics. No, did we see any icons or indexes in the film? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I'd have to think about it. There were lots of uh, bottles of Canada Dry. I mean, that's an icon mm. index. Index. Mm. There were callbacks to earlier gangster films, right? Were there? Um, oh, there was that scene with the horse's head being left on someone's bed. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Um, killing someone in a restaurant in Little Italy. Um, in Little Italy? God. Yeah. Jeez. In St Andrews. Not Jeez. In St. Andrews. <laughs> um, Who are we? So when he went in. And he talked about going to the bathroom and he said when you go in the bathroom you can make sure no one else is in there and you can prepare for blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Um, and it was all set up very much the same as an important bit in The Godfather where he goes into the bathroom to pick up the gun that's in there um, in order to then go into the restaurant and shoot the person. He talks at length about leaving the silencer off to scare people mm. um, and to make people run away, but using just the right... That, it was all built around exactly the same setup. Okay, I um, don't remember that. Yeah, I think that that must have been deliberate. And I think there were a couple of other things, but I've forgotten what they were now. So some other, yeah, features that were quite related mm. to. So the Godfather Part Two was all about Cuba, for example. Um, a lot of these had the same actors in, even. Uh, Ah, that's that was the one thing. <laughs> mm. For me, it was better than all those other films. It was certainly better than The Godfather. 
I recently watched it, and I was like, why am I watching this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There was something going for The Godfather, but I couldn't understand most of it. I had to put subtitles on. Oh, was, I wanted to put on the subtitles, except there was no option for the oh, subtitles. No. I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> so I might as well just been talking Italian the whole time. Yeah. Goodfellas is a good film, though. Yeah. I love Goodfellas. Now, you two both loved Goodfellas. I didn't think much of it. Really? Yeah. Oh. And that, I think there was a lot of relation with this as well as a lot of sitting in, uh, like, dinner theatre places and go, mob bosses sending people over to each other. Mm. Um, Frank reminded me of of the the main character in Goodfellas, who I think was also an outsider because he wasn't Italian. Yeah. Um, who was the main character again? The actor. I can't remember his name. Was it one of the Phoenixes? No. No. The one with the crazy laugh. No. Yeah, love that laugh. The crazy laugh. <laughs> the, the Throws laughing. his heads back. Oh. He does so. Oh, oh yeah, I can see him. <laughs> but yeah, Goodfellas didn't do a lot for me. Just again, it was three hours. Really, Ota. American gangster film. Oh, yeah. Really, Ota. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would never remember that. Which I think was also Martin Scorsese, right? Goodfellas. Was it? Yeah, was it? I'm pretty certain. Cool. Right here, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, yep, I'm Scorsese. Yeah. What are you, Neil? Yeah. And also had this bit where they all go to... Yeah, that was it. They all go to prison together and they hang out in prison and mm. stuff. And yeah. Then they come out oh, again. I love that bit, Goodfellas. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so some relation there. I didn't get much more similar. I thought no, they were going to do a thing where he picked... You remember when the fairly early on, uh, Russ picks up a watermelon and he's checking mm. if he's going to buy it. And there's this thing in The Godfather where any time someone picks up an orange, that means they're soon going to die or have a close call. And I thought, oh no, are they doing this with watermelons? But then nothing came of it, it was fine. <laughs> no, I can't think of any symbols or signs. Oh well, I guess it was just a good film. Or not a good film? Pretty. We're getting a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Thumbs up? Thumbs up. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Yeah, as I say, yeah. I think I loved it. But... Yeah. <laughs> I think it might have been really crap. <laughs> uh, what was crap about it? I don't know. I think, to be honest, I, I really didn't engage with Robert De Niro. Mm. Okay. Uh, I just thought it was really blank, and I felt like his stutter was too put on, and I wasn't buying it. Um, okay. I don't know what it was about him. I don't know. But he, I mean, he still acted it well. Like he's still Robert De Niro, so I still believe yeah. him. Mm. <laughs> still believe that he's a gangster. <laughs> yeah, probably is. Uh, I don't know. I guess just certain points, I find the dialogue to be too noticeably fake. I can't remember example. So yeah. I don't have any evidence to back up these claims. Just sure. something. But nonetheless, I could still like I still want to emphasize that I did enjoy okay. enjoy it. Anyone get bored? Yeah, I think I got bored a, a few times. Okay. No, but then I did watch it in three sessions. Yeah, so. okay. I'd say the, the second hour. <laughs> um, no, I think I did get bored at times. I was a bit bored at the beginning, actually. First hour. Okay. First hour, bored and confused. I didn't want to understand. And I was like, are you a house painter? I don't understand. Why are you selling <laughs> meat? Are you stealing the meat? Who are you killing now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was glad I drew my little graph there. It's invaluable. 
But yeah, that's that's those are my thoughts. Great. I never got Them's bored the in facts. it. There were. <laughs> was, the, was that our catchphrase? <laughs> Maybe that could be our new catchphrase. <laughs> they. Yeah, I didn't get bored in the film. But I did notice when we paused it briefly to go and get a drink and stuff. Yeah. And it sort of been an hour and a half and there was an hour and 50 minutes left. And I thought, oh, we're not. It sort of was feeling like we must be getting near the end and we were a lot less than halfway through. <laughs> um, but as I say, it was great. I loved it. I loved a good epic. <laughs> I like Ben Hur. I like Lawrence of Arabia. Never seen like, either of those things. Oh. Neither of them are that great, but they're cool and they're epic. I love Titanic and The Lord of the Rings. I quite like an epic as well. Yeah. Yeah. Epic. Is this the first epic we've seen? What's the longest film we've seen? Oh, Legan. 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 Yeah, which was about the same hours. length, right? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it was longer, more than four, yeah, wasn't four. it? Oh, God, it was just a game of cricket, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> That was Nothing my favourite part happened. of the last two hours. The last two hours. What a great film. Cricket. I really enjoyed it. It was quite good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, so that was the, so this must be the second longest film. Are those the only epics we've seen? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Good stuff. I better pick an epic. Oh, you've been threatening Gone with the Wind for a while. I have. Which I'd be well up for if we did. Oh, one, of the, one of us do this time, isn't it? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Is that a wrap? <gasps> Once a wrap. Once a wrap. Or does anyone else have anything to say? Any final thoughts? No final thoughts. Mm. <laughs> mm. I guess my only final thought... But I'm not sure if I should wait. Yes, I'll just say it. The thing is, all this time I kept thinking, whoa, all these people that truly believe in this, uh, how can you change someone's mind? And how can you correct this? If correcting is the correct word, I guess, how can you convince people not to live uh, their lives like this? Mm -hmm. And perhaps the answer is, there is no way. Perhaps <laughs> I really have to be killed. I do not know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, which made me really sad. Mm. Mm -hmm. That organised crime like that really does exist. Uh -huh. Yeah, it causes so much problem. It's a different moral universe. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is correct. Exactly. Mm. The, which is why what I thought it was like, ah, I guess there's no right and wrong. They're mm. just living their own life. Okay. Why would they change their mind? There is no reason. Precisely. Mm-hmm. I think it's not so impossible. I think uh, organisations and crime like that exists because it's profitable, right? Um, and whereas I think a lot of people would, would say, well, I don't care if it's profitable, it's wrong, I'm not going to do it. Um, there's a real incentive to, to do the wrong thing sometimes. And things like making drugs legal or decriminalising them, things like uh, making sure people have enough money to survive if they don't have a job, that kind of thing. There's things that people and governments can do uh, to make a life of crime less attractive. I think that's a one way we can we can address it. Oh, I'm glad that I, I guess, brought this right. up because yeah. your, your, your answer somehow gives me hope. I think we should try and get more crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we want more crime. That's my election pledge. <laughs> Scrap crime. all the police. More crime. A mob in every neighbourhood. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it's it's also that some of the the more structured things like having the boss who can help you out if you're in trouble and that kind of thing is also caused by just a, a lack of actual government authority and could like if if you can't trust the police then if somebody beats up your daughter you go and tell the mafia leader or do it yourself <laughs> yeah like I, either way neither these just causing more crime whereas if you've got a a police force with as little corruption as possible and with sensible laws and that kind of thing it means people aren't pushed into this right mm-hmm. so maybe there's Maybe there's uh, ways we can solve this. Mm. Sounds like socialism. (laughs) (laughs) Cuba. I'd like to know how much organised crime there is in Cuba. I'm going to guess not much. I'll guess a bit. But I don't know. I'm going to guess loads. Just for fun. How much organised crime do you think there is in Cuba? Whoa. Uh... I, I just do not know. Yeah. I bet <laughs> it'll be surprising. It. <laughs> <laughs> it'll definitely be surprising to two of the three of us. Yeah, I guess by definition, it's in, if you not expect the answer, then that will be surprising. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Wikipedia page called Crime in Cuba. Yeah. A good uh, Wikipedia page opens with... Do we want organised crime, though? Yeah. We can start with crime. Oh, here's another page. Organised crime in Cuba. Yeah. Oh, it's got a Wikipedia page. Means there's lots of it. Mm. <laughs> uh, thank you. It is remarkable that there is no organised crime. <laughs> <laughs> this article is a stub. <laughs> in atypical fashion, organised crime in Cuba is run by the state. This is not Wikipedia. This is something else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give up on this now. That yep, would be okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, interesting uh, last thought, though. Let's play the music. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's our catchphrase. Let's play the music. Play that funky music, <laughs> white girl. <laughs> play it again, Sam. Loading. <laughs> 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 <laughs>